Good morning to everybody and welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host DeVille D.I. Now I know, I know, I've had y'all waiting man, it's been a while since I've recorded Butch Boy is back man, I am back uh, in Atlanta, I'm back on the East Coast If you don't know, if you hadn't, you know, if you missed out, you didn't tune in I had taken a trip to uh, California to hang out with my daughter for her birthday So I saw a lot of interesting things on that trip, but I am not going to get into those things right now. I will be posting a whole episode detailing all of the shenanigans that I saw during my trip, but not right now. Just hold tight. We're going to get into that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give that I'm going to give that its whole own episode. So being that I'm back. I'm going to go ahead and get into the what DeVille thinks. If you don't know what DeVille thinks is, this is a segment of the show where audience members give me different topics. You can get me those topics by uh, tagging me in them on Instagram. That's D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Instagram. Uh, you can send them to me on Twitter. It's the same on Twitter. Or you can go over to the Thoughts by DeVille DI Facebook page where you can post the the, uh, the videos or whatever. You can comment them on there, the topics, or you can message me the topics. And I will address them on the show. So, of course, now, the thing that's been buzzing lately, the thing that's been the hot topic of the day for days is the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries. That is on um life. I believe it's on Lifetime. I watched it on who I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a couple episodes just to get an understanding of what was going on, so that I can comment on it. So, what does Deville D I think about the surviving R Kelly? So this I'm gonna get into this in two parts. So the first part, let's just directly address. The situation with R. Kelly. For those who don't know, been under a rock or just been like me and haven't taken the time to dive into it. So this uh, docu series is basically a, a accumulation of people, males and females, that are recounting the um, different types of activities that they have witnessed uh, R. Kelly involve himself in involving underage females teenage females 15 16 14 17 you know underage females while he was you know in his 20s and above now most of us who have who grew up listening to hip-hop and r&b we know about the situation with Aaliyah, where him and Aaliyah had a relationship and they had gotten married at one point. And uh, we know about that sex tape that came out with the, where he was allegedly having sex with a, uh, I believe she was supposed to be 15 year old girl. I saw that tape. I remember seeing that tape. I was at work. I was working for a distribution company and me and some of my coworkers went to lunch and he had this convertible with, you know, with the TVs in it and he put the tape on because he was like, y'all got to see this. He put the tape on. And so we didn't watch the whole tape. We just watched whatever we saw on the way to go pick up our food and then, you know, go back to work. But, yeah, so those are two situations that we that most people knew about. Then recently, 
uh, things start coming out, allegations of him having like a sex cult and having women there at some whatever location, not allowing them to leave. You know, girls been missing for years, allegedly hanging out with R. Kelly. So what I think about it, man, there's a lot. The number one question that I see a lot of people raising is well, why now? Why are people bringing it up now? Why is everybody willing to talk about it and air it out now? And that's a good question because watching this, the docu-series, there's, it's not just the victims of these alleged incidents that are speaking on it. There are actually people who were part of the entourage or people that were around or you know r kelly during the time that witnessed certain things so it does make you think why have y'all been so quiet until now like and i don't know if it has to do with the me too movement you know pushing it forward or you know what was the inspiration behind everybody deciding to tell their story now and we don't know that these people haven't been telling their stories in their circles for a while, you know, but maybe it's just making it to us. And a lot of times when you go through different situations like that, especially being a teenager, you know, you want to repress those type of memories. And, you know, you don't want everybody to know, you know, what went on because a lot of the stuff, it was while sick, at the same time, a lot of the actions were voluntary. Now, yes, they were manipulated into these situations, but you know, just think about the shame that you would, that you would think that you would get from, you know, putting yourself in that position, and you know, people saying that you're stupid for going for what this guy had, you know, was, was pushing forward to you, and you know, it's just a whole lot that goes into it it's not necessarily that easy to just come out and say things like this when they happen to you i remember if you if you keep up with um growing up deville my series where i just talk about different things that happened to me growing up when i tell the story about when i got uh beat up by a girl you know and in, in that situation she made me uh show her my private parts and that's something, that part of the story is a part of the story that I myself hadn't really even told until recently. I tell the story about, you know, the girls uh, following me and making me go to the church and punching me in my nose. But I omit that part of the story. It wasn't until recently where I actually just start sharing that with people. So I understand how it can be, you know, easier to not speak on it than it would be to speak on it. What I don't understand is like, or I don't know, I don't know whether or not there's any type of legal actions or things like that that's been put into motions now that so many people are coming for it. Because he definitely should, you know, if these allegations are true, want to make sure that I say that because I don't want to indict nobody and I don't want to get sued. But if these allegations are true, he definitely needs to. There definitely needs to be some repercussions, not just for him, but for the people who are around and that, that were involved and who saw these things and turned a blind eye to them. You know, there needs to be some repercussions behind them also as well, is what I think. And that's the um, 
That's what I think about that whole situation, specifically basing, you know, my response on the surviving R. Kelly, uh, um, you know, docuseries. So now I'm going to go into part two of that. But first, of course, we're going to take a second out to acknowledge my sponsors and then I'm coming right back with you. So getting back into this, discussing the Pied Piper of R&B, Robert Kelly. <laughs> did no one ever notice? Because I did, even when I was younger. He called himself the Pied Piper. Now, the Pied Piper was from a children's story that, or at least that's where I was introduced from, where he was hired to rid the town of, I think it was rats. And after he did that, he used music to lure these rats away from the town. And once he was not paid for his services, he used that same uh, music to lure the town's children away. And I don't remember what he did with the uh, with the children, but yeah, he would lure the children away. Another um, definition for the pipe piper is a leader who people willingly follow, often specifically one who leads others into danger or trouble by means of elaborate false promises. And this seems to be the MO for these allegations that people are making against uh, R. Kelly. You know, there's different young artists who are saying, you know, he told me he could help me with my career. He told me he could do this for me. He'd do that for me. But he never came through with any of those. It was just the, the tool that he used to gain their trust and to get them to do what they wanted to do, what he wanted them to do. But on another note where I'm going with this is let's not act like this whole culture of older men preying on or going after younger females is something new. If you think back, because I know I remember, I know I've seen it, the older guys who would hang around the high school, even if you're starting with the high school, the seniors that would just be licking their chops when the new class of freshmen rolled in and they were just gonna attempt to have their way with the freshmen and the guys who had graduated and, and had been, I'm not talking about the guys who graduated this year, you know, last year and they, they still come to football games and basketball games and whatnot, but the guys who had been out of school two and three years and they still hang around, you know, high school football, functions and high school basketball games and you know they're showing up at the at the the high school parties and so on and so forth this is not new this is not something that is secluded to uh r kelly this has been going on for a while now most people who are engaged engaging in these type of activities weren't doing it to the level to the magnitude that R. Kelly was, but there has always been this 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 element of people who would, you know, hang around and, and try to 
scoop up the younger the younger females and um as a father myself it has to it has to stop it, we have to bring a a stop to this you know even when y'all know you've probably heard some some guy looking at a young girl and saying oh man she's going to be fine when she grows up i mean this this is nothing new sick yes um does it bother people yes but for some reason this has always been kind of just swept under the rug and nobody paid it paid much attention to it and in a lot of uh places a lot of society is it's not even really looked down upon on too much like there's a lot of people that don't even think anything is wrong with it but um we definitely have to get away from that man we have to recognize that this is not just something that's simply restricted to this individual this is something that goes on every day you know with people who might not have the celebrity that he does to their, where they're going to make a whole documentary about them and their actions and like i say this these alleged actions that r kelly performed you know are on the extreme side but definitely man keep an eye out on your people and who's around them man because we got to we, we we got to put a stop to this type of this type of activity but y'all didn't come here to hear me talk about that maybe you did if you did i'm done now we're gonna get into some morning discipline while i was on the plane man i heard the lady the stewardess say something that rung bells with me you know when they're going through and they're telling you all about how you know um in the case of emergency your uh you got the life vest under your seat your exits in the rear and the exits by the wings and then they get to the part about that oxygen mask that how that you know in uh if the pressure hits a certain point or whatever in the cabin those oxygen oxygen masks will drop down and you got to put them on you know and even if they don't inflate they're still working but the part of it that they said that, that that just stuck with me while I was on my flight was even if you're with a child or someone that needs help put your own mask on first that's what they said now I my flight I took I had layovers on both my flights so I heard this spill four times all together during my trip. Put your own mask on first. So, DeVille, what does it got to do with me? As we out here, we moving and we're shaking and we're being creators and innovators and influencers and, you know, getting businesses going or pushing our careers at the companies that we work for. Remember, yes, we do need to help each other. We do need to be there for each other. We do need to push each other along and reach back and extend that ladder and extend that hand back and help people to move along with us. But notice that they say back, they say give back, they say look back, they say reach back because you got to put on your own mask first. You've got to take care of yourself first and foremost before you worry about taking care of the other people around you. A lot of the times we get so caught up into being good people and wanting to be helpful and and, you know, wanting to be 
there for others that we forget to take care of ourselves and you can never forget to take care of yourself i tell you all the time take care of your star player and your star player is you now yes there's going to be people that's going to take exception to the fact that you are looking out for yourself they're not going to like it they're going to look at you funny they're going to be like man you know what he he doesn't really care about me or she doesn't really care about me and what i got on is just worried about itself Yes, you do have to worry about yourself because at the end of the day, you're going to have to be able to do for, provide for, live for yourself. You got to eat, too. And I mean that literally. You got to eat, too. You need a roof over your head. You need clothes to wear. You need vehicles to drive. You need to be able to put uh, your finances into your business ventures and into your projects. You need to be able to focus your time on creating your your stuff as well. You can't just give and give and give and give and never take that time out to say, I got to do this for me. Always remember, put on your own mask face. Thank y'all for tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. Love each and every last one of y'all. As I said, I am back and I am going to hit you guys off with that California episode. Probably come later on today. Uh, you know, just depending on how the day goes. I love and appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in and DeVille D.I. is out of here. Peace.